0: Presented by Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Today's broadcast is also brought to you by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU, your Middle Tennessee Ford dealers. Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union for Blue Raider Athletics. And by Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, America's number one exit office. Once again, here's the voice of the Lady Raiders, Dick Palmer.
1: Thank you. And good evening, and welcome into another season of Middle Tennessee Lady Raider basketball. This is uh, game number one of the season, which we hope will be a little bit uh, more standardized than than last season, although. You have to give credit to a lot of people for getting last season in at all and uh, we're happy to to be back here on floor level and uh, getting ready to see some good basketball as the east carolina team coming in from the american conference third meeting between the two the raiders won in 2019 by a score of 70 to 68 in greenville north carolina a game in which The Raiders committed 27 turnovers, got out-rebounded, but as Coach
2: Ensel said, still found a way to win the game. Yeah, Dick, they did. It was a tough battle, but they found a way to win the game. And and really, that's what you kind of expect tonight. You're going to expect a really tough game as East Carolina comes in with a lot of size. They're going to press Middle Tennessee and force – they want to force turnovers to create offense.
1: Speaking of size, uh, the Lady Raiders have a little bit more size than they have had in the past with the addition of the 6'6 freshman, Anastasia Bogdareva from uh, Moscow, and uh, she will be starting in her first
2: collegiate game tonight. She certainly will, and she does provide some size. She'll need to get a little bigger, uh, but she will provide some size tonight. Middle Tennessee, however, will take a look at the John Day injury report brought to you by the Law Offices of John Day, Murfreesboro's personal injury law firm, and a proud sponsor, of the Blue Raiders. They'll be without one of their new players tonight who also provides some size. That'll be Kanisha Malashka, the transfer from VCU, tweaked an ankle in practice a couple days ago and will not play tonight. She's on the bench, but not dressed out.
1: Yeah, we were hoping she would be, uh, be able to play. She practiced yesterday, but apparently the ankle didn't respond as they had hoped. And uh, we will uh, be without her tonight. Our game officials are Trey Miles, Wes Mangrum, Smith, Nady Carey. We saw the latter two in our first exhibition game last week. East Carolina is coached by Kim McNeil in her third year with a record of 17 and 35.
2: The First Vision first minute of the half brought to you by First Vision Bank, where service means more power to your business. It will be
1: Mitchell at or uh, Bennett at six four against and the Raiders get the opening tip. It will go to Dorsar. The Raiders going right to left as we view it from the midcourt line here at four level. Bounce pass on the left wing goes to Whittington. Looks like East Carolina's opening in a zone as Whittington bounces in the corner to Jalen Gregory, the freshman who had a great exhibition game last week with 32 points. I'm sure she'll draw a lot of attention tonight. Outside, Saar. Penetrates, shoots a runner as the clock was running out. Offensive rebound by Courtney Woodson went out of bounds, and I think East Carolina may have committed a foul. Yeah, T.R. Chambers picks up the foul, trying to rip the ball loose. Chambers at six-three, Bennett at 6'4". Pretty good uh, size inner defense for the Pirates. The ball out to Gregory with the ball on the floor at the foul line. Back to the basket, flips it back to Dorsar. And now top of the key to Bultereva. Out to Jalen Gregory. And to Bultereva with the left hand, but missed it. And the rebound taken off by Bennett. East Carolina with the ball for the first time. Deja Green is their port guard. They work it out front to McNeil. Drops it off on the right wing to Thompson, their leading returning scorer, who also played against the Raiders a couple of years ago. Out front with the ball, Green. Raiders man-to-man defensively, as always. Green on the dribble left. Gives it out on a high post to Chambers. Almost threw it away. Got it over to McNeil. Oh long up there. Three, no good. Good block out by Courtney Whitson. That allowed her to chase down the rebound. Over to Dor Sar in front court. We're scoreless. 8.33 to play in the opening period. Sar flips it out front to Courtney Whitson. Couple of bounces over to Whittington. And we've got a foul.
2: Now they're going to call three seconds on Baldreva, and that was probably a break for Middle Tennessee, Dick, as East Carolina had made a steal near the midcourt line, and they were going to have a wide-open look at a layup, but the whistle blew just prior to the steal.
1: So it will be East Carolina, and now the Raiders are going to apply some full-court pressure of their own. All comes into Green in backcourt. Whittington playing the point of the 1-2-2 zone. Green gets it across the center line, tries to penetrate, stops the ball, deflected by Gregory, saved out there by McNeil, kicks it back to Green, and that's
2: a travel. But she left the floor and came back down, tried to show the official what she did, and the official's having none of it. I don't think they uh, like to have any in-game demonstrations. Nope, I don't think, uh, and she did travel with the basketball no matter what she tried to show.
1: Now Carolina's in a uh, zone press. Yeah, a Here's little 1-2-2. Two, two. Gregory? To Dorsar. Skip pass, ball deflected going to be stolen by Green in the backcourt. Raiders turned it over. And now back to Green who'll bring it down. Neither team has scored as Green bounces right side, coming right Thompson with a pull-up jumper that's going to roll and go in. Yeah, Dick, she's going
2: to be a tough guard tonight. She's an she's an athletic player who can shoot from about you know 15 feet and in. Two to nothing, East Carolina leading.
1: We have played a little over two minutes. Dorsar out at the point. She was going to lob it into a wide open. Voldereva inside, and now one of the East Carolina players, 55 Bennett, has
2: left the floor. Yeah, she's hobbling down the – They're checking her out. Yeah, uh, down the breezeway. She looks – she's having, like, difficulty breathing. I don't know whether she got hit. In the chest or up around the uh, the f- the mouth, but she's having a little difficulty breathing. It would appear.
1: Courtney Blakely is checked in at point guard for the Raiders, freshman out of Gary, Indiana. Good-looking young player. Comes right on the dribble, Gets it out front to Whitson, deep side Gregory into Boldeveva. Turnaround jumper comes up short, got her own rebound and was fouled on the follow-up. And I think they might do they get three one i think nope now
2: they're showing 20 is on the foul it is 20. adams Adams. yeah adams picks up the foul is on the replay she was on she was in front and three josephs was in back and so adams is a five eleven freshman
1: they think a lot of her and also they have another player in the game after Bennett left, Old Reba hits
2: one of two. And Dick, we're getting a report that um, Bennett's injury is actually a dislocated finger. That's why she was sort of bent over, trying to see if she could get that finger back in socket or in the joint. East Carolina beats the press. Now they
1: double up uh, on. 22, McNeil. She got rid of it and drove for the basket and may have charged. Nope, they're going to call a block on Jada Granham. Jada had just come in for Valdoreva. She tried to take the charge, but has called for the block instead. And, Dick,
2: she was I think she was in pretty good position. The two, the official underneath the basket, looked to the official out on the right wing, and I'm not sure either one of them knew what to call. Uh, So they got together and called the charge.
1: This is McNeil at the line. Misses the first one. A six-foot sophomore transfer from Clemson. Really athletic-looking basketball player. Their point guard, Deja Green, is a transfer from Virginia Tech. Second shot is good by McNeil. That will make it a 3-1 East Carolina lead. Ball came again to Courtney Whitson against pressure to Blakely. Quickly across the line. She's going to take it into the paint. Turn with a little pull-up shot. No good. Rebound. Granham had it. Lost it. Out of bounds, fortunately. Touch last by the Pirates. They are all in gold. And what is that color of their numerals? that blue? I, b- I believe it's it's purple, actually. Purple and gold. That reminds me of somebody else. The
2: team that you'll see on Monday night, I believe. 3-1.
1: East Carolina leading. Whittington Got it into Blakely on the dribble, deep right side, brings it back out front against Green. Blakely, a freshman, coming left. They switch on her, bounces to Granham, who pulled
2: out from the pivot and then traveled as she caught the ball. Yeah, Dick, she caught the ball and took an extra couple of steps. And right now, Middle Tennessee having a hard time getting their offense initiated, giving East Carolina a lot of credit. They're extending their defense out on the floor, really pressuring Middle Tennessee's passing lanes. Ball coming in now to Thompson, deep
1: out on the left side, moves back toward the middle, still on the dribble, guarded by Gregory. Comes right, they tried to rub Gregory off on a screen, now they get it out to Josephs, she's the other new player who came in. With the ball outside, Johnson, Green with a jumper, no good, and the rebound battled for,
2: it is loose, and we've got a whistle over in the corner. Yeah, it looks like, uh, looks like uh, Thompson stepped out of bounds when she came down with a rebound. And, Dick, right now, they're letting a lot of contact go on into the paint as uh, East Carolina really aggressive to the boards on that last possession. They have two Johnsons. This
1: is Senea Johnson, a 5'9 sophomore, who's in there now. We haven't seen Raven Johnson yet they're a player who was injured all of last year. Dorsar tries to get it over to Whittington. And East
2: Carolina knocked it out. The Raiders just having a, a lot of trouble running their offense. Yeah, defensively giving East Carolina a lot of credit, they've extended out to the half court and really pressuring Middle Tennessee when they have the basketball.
1: Courtney Whitson gets it over to Saar. Saar looked inside, nobody there. Bounce pass left corner to Gregory. Back to Saar. Long three in the air off the rim. Rebound pulled down by East Carolina. That was Johnson to bring it down and out of Green. Green working out front. This is Mosley, another new player who's in the game, a sophomore. Pull-up jumper right side. Thompson is short. Pulled down by Courtney Whitson. Raiders would like to run as Dorsar penetrates. Gets it off in the corner to Gregory. Whitson wide open three. Outside, no good. Rebound caroms off in the corner. And is picked up by Johnson. She'll bring it in the front court. Being pressured out there by Alexis Whittington. Hands off to Green. Green deep right side. Five minutes to play in the quarter. The Raiders still do not have a basket trailing 3-1. to one. Green stops. A little give and go.
2: That should be an offensive foul. And it is. Yeah, just really good defense that time by... Alexis Whittington, she she read the play beautifully, just stepped in front, picked up the charge. Foul on number 12, Mosley. We've got a
1: media timeout. 4.57 to play here in the first quarter with a score. Virginia Tech, uh, (laughs) East Carolina, (laughs) 3. Middle Tennessee, 1 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
3: Have you heard about the MTSU debit card from Ascend Federal Credit Union? Use it online, in stores, or add it to your mobile wallet. You can even use it at the two ATMs on campus if you need some cash. Visit one of Ascend's four Murfreesboro branches or visit Ascend online at ascend.org. Bank where Blue Raiders belong. Ascend Federal Credit Union, exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Ascend is federally insured by NCUA.
4: News
0: Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports.
2: 4.57 remaining first quarter. 3 1 to score. East Carolina on top of Middle Tennessee. Raiders have it in backcourt,
1: and East Carolina has every player in the backcourt. Looks like they're going man to man press. At least that's the way they're set up.
2: And Dorsar will inbound it. And Bennett's checked back into the basketball game for East Carolina. A little tape on that. Right hand ball goes in the corner to Whitson. Back to Sar,
1: flips it across to Granham. That was almost an over and back. Scrap for the loose ball, and it's going to be out of bounds off East Carolina. That was right in front of us, and I really didn't see because our table is a little too high to see the the end stripe, and they've got a. Injured player right in front of us. Can you like see who that I, is?
2: I, I cannot. When the when when the ball was loose on the floor, it looked like she got tangled up with Jada Granum, and I'm not really certain who that is. I think it's number one Thompson.
1: As the uh, head coach is out with the trainer to check her out and ask. Yeah, that is Thompson. She's being pulled up into a sitting position now. So we will keep it here and uh, while we
2: have a moment. Take care of some business as Blue Raider fans get ahead of the game with the best home services team in town for your heating, air conditioning, plumbing, electrical, and home improvement needs. Lee Company is the team to call, 615-867-1000 or leecompany.com. And our officials are now discussing what's going on there. They say that Thompson rolled over out of bounds. The ball will go to Middle Tennessee. And they're going to reset the shot clock because there was a change in possession. 4.48
1: 4.48 to play in the opening quarter. East Carolina leading by a score of 3-1. Alexis Whittington right in front of our broadcast location. Lynn battery We've got number zero, Rose, a sophomore, in now for East Carolina. They're playing a lot of people. Number 11, Raven Johnson is also in. Shot out of the corner by Whitson is good. Great penetration that time by Courtney Blakely to kick it in the corner to the wide open Whitson. Courtney Whitson hits the three, and the Raiders go up by a score of four to three. Four and a half to play in the first quarter. Up front with the ball is Alexia Rose. Gives it over there to Johnson and a travel. And they will turn it over.
2: She's asking how, and, Miss Johnson, you drug your pivot foot. That's how that happened. It went about three feet with you as you tried to sort of crossover step into the lane. Anastasia Boltereva back in. She started.
1: Ball to Blakely in backcourt. Long pass across to Courtney Whitson.
2: Gregory got it over to Blakely for three. That one's good. Good ball rotation that time. East Carolina dropped back into a three-quarter court. Allowed Middle Tennessee a little breathing room, and they made them pay. Raiders up 7-3. to three. East Carolina
1: working in the offensive court. They shovel it off to Mosley. She'll flip it in the corner. Johnson missed everything, and the rebound taken by Alexis Whittington. Long pass ahead to Gregory, dropped it. It went out of bounds. I think
2: East Carolina player touched it last. Yeah, it did. It went out of Gregory's hands and off the foot of Rose out of bounds. Middle Tennessee caught a break there. As they didn't really have possession of the basketball from the time they pulled the rebound until, they turned, until it went out of bounds. McNeil, a
1: starter, is back in the game now. She's a 6-foot sophomore. Ball coming in to Blakely working out front. Both the sets a high pick. Blakeney drives. Blakeney shoots with the left hand and scores. Took it all the way to the hole. Raiders out front by a score of 9-3. to East Carolina in front court. And here comes Rose, started to drive. There's a three-point shot in the air, off the rim and a rebound to Gregory. That shot missed by Mosley. Gregory ahead to Whitson. One dribble back to Gregory. She'll back it up, gives it to Blakely. Blakely comes right on the dribble. She's going to take it all the way, has the shot blocked, picked up by East Carolina. They've got a three-on-one, and they throw
2: it away. They had a, a two-man advantage, actually. and Yeah, Mosley and Raven Johnson had that break, and Johnson couldn't get to the pass from Mosley. She threw it just a little too far ahead. So the team that forced
1: all the turnovers in the opening game two years ago is the team making the turnovers here in the first half tonight. Courtney Blakely will bring it down. Nine to three, Middle Tennessee leading. High post, Courtney Whitson. Looks inside, nobody there. They give it to Gregory on the wing and she is
2: horse collared down to the floor and they call a jump ball. Well, they're, they're, that was just good defense by East Carolina, Dick. They, They read that play perfectly, stepped into the passing lane and just grabbed the basketball. And when Gregory tried to pull away, they went to the floor. Just, you gotta give the Pirates credit there. That's just good defense. Rose will bring it
1: down. I think she was the one that forced the turnover. Comes right on the dribble. Rolls a 5'7 sophomore guarded by Blakely. Work it in to Bennett. She's the young lady who left earlier and is back in there. There's Rose with a pull-up jumper. No good. Rebound. Johnson into Bennett. She'll lay it up
2: and in. And that's what Matt Ansel talked about in the three-game scouting report. You can't let them rebound the basketball. Give them two or three chances. That's what happened there. Nine to five.
1: Middle Tennessee leading. us almost a bad pass. Saved by Blakely. Gets it across to Alexis Whittington to Gregory. Gregory bounces out front to Blakely. Thought about a three. Whitson not only thinks about it, takes it, misses. Rebound Whittington.
2: Clears it back to Gregory. Long three, and it's good. Dick, I tell you what, that young lady, if you can find some open space, she's going to knock it down. Raiders leading
1: 12-5. to five. Pirates in front court with a minute 45 to play in the opening quarter. And now we've got an offensive foul.
2: They're going to get an illegal screen. Number 12 or 21. I think it, let's see on the board. They're going to give it to 22. 22 is
1: McNeil. Her first. They have 14 fouls. The Raiders have been charged with only one. Courtney Blakely in front court. Comes right on the dribble. Almost lost it. Knocked out of bounds by Rose
2: who's about as quick as Blakely. Yeah, Dick, it's, uh, you know, East Carolina defensively is a really good basketball team. Middle Tennessee is going to be challenged tonight to take care of the basketball. Jada Granham will check in for
1: Rava at the post. Whittington to inbound. In the door, Saar, who just came in for Blakely. Saar comes right on the dribble in the corner. Gregory open, too long this time. Rebound,
2: offensive rebound, put back, good by Whitney Whitson. Good recognition by Whitson. She realized the taller player was on her back. She went up and under, used a basket to help her get that shot off.
1: One fifteen to play in the quarter. Raiders up nine. And now we've got a 10-second violation, backcourt violation on the Pirates as the Raiders were
2: pressuring the ball, and East Carolina couldn't get it across the center line. Yeah, Dick, sometimes teams that – like to pressure, don't like to be pressured. At that time, Middle Tennessee did a great job of turning the tables on the Pirates.
1: All comes in to Dorsar across the timeline. Working out there against Green. Whittington starts in, comes back outside, flips back to Saar. Saar looks for screen from Granham and now we've got a hand check on Green. I think so. And that's the fifth foul. That should Give the Raiders a couple of free throw opportunities here with 57 seconds remaining in quarter number one. And checking in for the first time, Sky Payne waiting to check in. She's a six-foot freshman from trustful Alabama. Saar at the line shooting two. Five, six senior transfer from the University of Maine. Good on number one. 15-5. Raiders got off to a very slow start. They've picked up the pace lately. This one in and out, no good. Rebound, Chambers, who was one of the starters back in. So the Raiders with a 10-point lead, less than a minute to play in the first quarter. Outside is Thompson. beats to Green on the right wing, guarded by Payne. Green comes back out front, still with the basketball on the dribble. Pulls up in the paint, fed it underneath. The shot missed. And the East Carolina player took her eye off the ball just momentarily. That was Joseph's. And then lost control of it. So the Raiders have a chance to take the last shot here in quarter number one, leading by ten. Dorsar with the ball, just dribbling some seconds off the clock out near the center line. It's a high screen from Whitson, didn't use it. Starts to drive, pulls up, and didn't find an open teammate, and the quarter's going to end right there. Or three, three-tenths three of a second left as the ball had gone out of bounds. So they will put it in play, and the quarter will end. End of the first quarter. It is Middle Tennessee 15, East Carolina 5 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
6: Great teams leave it all on the field. But with the powerful towing and payload that Ford F-150 delivers, you can take it all with you too. No wonder Ford F-Series is America's best-selling truck 44 years straight. The 2021 Ford F-150, built for greatness. Visit your local Ford dealer or BuyFordNow.com. Based on 1977 to 2020 calendar year total sales.
0: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports.
2: One quarter in the books, Middle Tennessee used a 14-2 run over the last 445 to take a 10-point lead at the quarter break, 15-5 Lady Raiders over the Pirates, Last Cassis Drugs. They provide all your pharmaceutical needs and that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Located at 4702 Las Cassis Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Let's pause 10 seconds for stations to identify themselves. This is Lady Raider basketball.
0: The flagship station for Blue Raider sports.
1: Conference USA champs, Raiders win the championship.
0: News Radio
1: WGNS, Murfreesboro. Jack Farmer, Dwayne Hickey with you. Quickly, some first quarter stats. Let's take a look at first
2: quarter stats. Middle Tennessee in the first half, five of 14 for 33, or 35%, three of eight from range for 37%, and East Carolina, two of 10 for
1: 20%. Inbound pass gonna be intercepted. Gregory tried to get it to Whitson, and cutting in front was McNeil, and now a travel on the Pirates. And they returned the favor.
2: Yeah, McNeil tried to pull up at the free throw line. She thought about shooting a shot, and when she did, just drug her pivot foot.
1: Jalen Gregory will bring it down. Bounce pass high to Sky Payne. Gives it off to Saar. Saar calls the set. Gets a high screen from Bolte Looking for her. Couldn't find her. Over to Gregory. Back to Saar. Fakes. Pull-up jumper, 12-footer. No good. Rebound taken inside by... 33 chambers for the Pirates. Out front it goes to McNeil. Now Green. Green backs it up. They kind of changed their mind on what they wanted to do, I think. Bounces right side to Thompson. Thompson guarded by Gregory. Thompson comes right, pull-up jumper, overshot it. And Payne trying to chase the rebound down in the corner. Didn't get there, but the ball is knocked free. And they call a timeout. The Raiders were about to steal it over in the corner. And East Carolina called a timeout. So we've got an early timeout in the quarter, and I think this is going to be a full timeout, so we'll take it here. Timeout on the floor. It's Middle Tennessee 15, East Carolina 5 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
0: Hey, honey. Got the 70-inch flat
5: screen mounted.
0: Come take a look.
5: Uh... Why are the instructions still wrapped in plastic? Instructions are just another man's suggestions. (sighs) You sure about that?
0: Need another chance? Get one with Powerball with Double Play. Add Double Play for just a dollar and give your numbers a second chance to win up to $10 million with drawings every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. Powerball with Double Play and the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports.
1: East Carolina inbounds the ball, jump shot of the lane, no good by Chambers, a pull-up jumper out of an, out of bounds play under the basket and we've got a foul. Baldrava
2: on the foul, she got quite a bit of arm, has been, excuse me, as Chambers put that shot up. That will be her first. And going to the line,
1: Tiara Chambers, a 6'3'' senior. She's out of Portsmouth, Virginia. Two free throws. First rims off, no good. East Carolina assistant coaches, Corey McNeil, the uh, other half of uh, Kim McNeil. Husband-wife combo there. Pressure by the Pirates. It's 15-6 to as she made one of two, and the Raiders bring it down into front court against pressure. Courtney Blakely back in at point guard. She's been rotating with dorsar Blakely comes left on the dribble and tried to throw it up with a left hand and blocked there by number 12, Mosley had a little height on her. A little bit. Ball coming in to Gregory on the out-of-bounds play. At the free throw line, trying to negotiate in there. Now bounces it back to Blakely. Deep on the right side, a screen from Grant and Blakely, a long, high, arching three that's no good. Rebounded over in the corner by McNeil. Brings it right down the near side into the front court. McNeil to the foul line. Out to Green for a three, and that's good. At that time, Dick, Middle Tennessee
2: defensively just got a little bit out of sort coming off that high screen, left a little bit of room for Green, and she dropped it in.
1: Fifteen to nine. So East Carolina scored the first four points of the second quarter. Cut the lead back to six. Out of the corner, three in the air, and that is Courtney Blakely for three, and that's her second here in the first half. Raiders get three of that four points back. 18 to nine. Working outside. This is Thompson, puts up a jumper off the rim, no good. Offensive rebound. Number 12, Mosley, was going up to get it and was fouled. Grantham. So Jada picks up her second foul. Second team foul in the quarter, and Bolotareva back in to replace her. Green on the out-of-bounds play.
2: Take too long? No, we got I think we had a foul. Got an offensive foul. Illegal screen on the inbounds play, and they got 33. That is going to be Chambers. That'll be her second. So the Raiders got the ball
1: in backcourt, leading 18-9. Season opener here from the Murphy Center. Glad to have you with us. Glad to be back down court level. Glad to have fans back in the building. Ball out to Gregory. Whitson sets a pick. And they're going to call number four, Johnson, for shoving Whitson on the
2: screen. It was close because... Courtney barely got the screen set before there was contact. Gregory will inbound it, side front court.
1: 7-14 to play in the first half. Middle Tennessee leading 18-9 into Dorsar. Back in for Blakely. Sar whips the pass over to Whitson for three, no good. Offensive rebound missed by Whittington, went over her head and was picked up there by McNeil for East Carolina to Green, and the corner ball deflected out of bounds by Alexis Whittington. Whittington has not come out of the game, nor has Courtney Whitson, nor has Gregory. Ball coming in play to Bennett. Hands it out front to Green. Lob pass over on the left side, and a long one by McNeil is missed. Offensive rebound, they get it right back. Mosley goes in for the shot. And she's going to be fouled. Yeah, Bold Rave is going to get that one. That will be on Anastasia number two. Third foul in the quarter. Susha Kozlova will now come in. The third post player the Raiders have used. Kozlova, also from Moscow, was uh, with the team last year. So she is a redshirt freshman, still Classified as a freshman in eligibility. Mosley
2: misses number one. Dick you saw on that offensive rebound why rebounding is so important to the Lady Raiders in this game because East Carolina are very athletic and they love the offensive boards. Mosley puts up the second shot and connects
1: to make it 18 to 10. Raiders being pressured
2: in the backcourt and East Carolina knocks the ball out of bounds. Yeah, they got it into well, trying to get it in there to Lex Whittington, and just couldn't quite get the pass inbound.
1: Now it comes to Whittington. She's coming down the far side. Went behind her back on the dribble to get clear. Shows it off to Gregory. A long three is no good. That one didn't draw iron, and we've got a whistle and a foul. I think they're going to get 22 on the foul, or is that 12? It's 12.
2: Mosley pick up her second. Well, she had a hold of Susha Kozlova's left arm, and Susha pulled that rebound one-armed. 637 to play in the half raiders leading 18 to 10
1: mosley's coming out now and number 20 adams is back in there freshman winnington Koslova fakes up to shoot somebody got a hand on it Whittington got the offensive rebound out front to whitson courtney for three
2: good Dick when middle tennessee has that has space and the ability to rotate the basketball they're going to get a good look in that time Courtney Whitson did not miss. Raiders
1: leading 21 to 10, 6-18 to play in the half. We'll get out front to McNeil. Now Bennett, keep on the left side. It goes to Johnson to Green. Green right side to McNeil for three, and that was good. That was clean as a whistle.
2: Yes, it was. That time, Middleton seemed a little late getting out on the wing to play defense, and McNeil knocked it down.
1: 21-13, Raiders up by eight. Whittington on the left wing, drives to the lane, in the paint, shoots it on the run, no good. Rebound taken off by Rose for East Carolina. Bounce pass sliding through there with a shot and missing. And now the ball out of bounds. That was Adams had a nice look inside, but it wouldn't go down and And it's off east carolina it was off bennett bennett may have gotten away with an offensive over the back there dorsar puts it in play to whittington alexis pushes the dribble up and over the center line back to sar 5 25 to play here in the first half raiders leading 21 13. whittington on the left wing out front to kozlova one dribble flips the pass to gregory deep right side Goes in the corner, Whittington for three, too long. Rebound, Gregory on the opposite side, pulls it down. Back to Saar. Raiders doing a good job on the offensive boards here in the first half. Saar comes around to Kozlova, screen drives, leaves it in the corner. Whittington for three, bounces once and through.
2: That bounce off the front of the rim and over the up as high as the top of the backboard before dropping through the net. Had it all the way. <laughs>
1: back to an 11-point lead for the Raiders. There's a shot outside, no good. That one forced up there by Johnson. Dorsar, the rebound. Left side, Whittington, drives the baseline, comes back out on the wing to Saar. Saar will pull it back out front, wait for a screen, gets one. Moves right, Whitson wide, open three. Swished it.
2: And East Carolina wants a timeout. Kim McNeil did not like what she saw on the defensive end of the floor. 27-13,
1: we'll keep it here. This is not a full timeout. 4-16 remaining in the first half, and the Raiders with their largest lead
2: of the game, 27-13. Both quarters have kind of gone the same way. Struggled for the first five minutes of the quarter, maybe first six minutes of the quarter, and then Middle Tennessee gets going offensively. That's what's happened here is Courtney Woodson just hit her third three-pointer of the game. She has 11, eight points for Blakely, three apiece for Alexis Whittington and uh, Jalen Gregory. One point for Baldrava, one point for Sar. Middle Tennessee right now has pulled down 17 rebounds. or out-rebounding East Carolina by two. And the offensive boards will get those stats for you in just a little bit.
1: Amanda Whittington checks in for Alexis. The ball coming out front now to Rose. Works it out on the right wing to Thompson. Thompson coming right. Back into the foul and jump pass over on the left side to Johnson. Raiders are playing a very good man-to-man defense here. Ball knocked free and stolen by Saar on the floor with it. Calls timeout. Did she get the timeout in time? No. Apparently not. Jump ball, alternate possession. She's appealing, and that appeal is falling on deaf ears. It is denied.
2: Green back in for Rose for East Carolina. Certainly does not diminish the intensity of her defense on that play, though.
1: Adams, the freshman, will inbound. Side front court gets it in play. Over here to Josephs, who's back in. Now Green working outside, guarded by Sar. Green listed at 5'6". Door also listed at 5'6". Ball on the left wing. Boy, Amanda Whittington almost got a steal there. Coming left. Now they take it in the corner for a three. Hits the side of the backboard and goes out of bounds. 3.27 left in the half. 27 to 13. The Raiders on top here in the season opener from the Murphy Center. Body Hale Arena. Jimmy Earl Court. Amanda Whittington in backcourt to Saar. Across the line, bounces to Whittington. She walked. And a travel
2: called on Amanda. Yeah, she tried to step through the double team that was coming her way, Dick, and just happened to shuffle both feet at the same time.
1: Amanda out. Alexis back in. Also back in Sky Payne. Gregory will sit down. I think first time Gregory's been out of the game. Here's Green coming right. And now we've got a three second violation. No, no.
2: illegal screen on number three. Number three. Yeah, she just absolutely that was uh, what they call a blindside block in football. Or a and back. speaking of football, we've got football this weekend, don't we? We do, a little uh, FIU. The Panthers come rolling into town for a 2.30 kickoff. It'll be salute to veterans and our armed forces on yeah, Saturday Amanda Whittington
1: back in, and Sky Payne out. And Alexis, we've got Alexis and Amanda both in at the same time. That'll confuse them, won't it? As it will. Ball in the corner to Whitson, and an offensive foul. I think on
2: Alexis. Yeah, she left her feet, Dick, to throw that pass. And when she did, there was no way she was going to keep from making contact. And now Amanda
1: is out and Jalen Gregory back in. 27-13. to Three minutes left in the first half of this game. Raiders led by 10 at the end of the first quarter. They now lead by 14. East Carolina with the ball. Out on the left wing, Johnson. There's a lefty with a shot, no good. That was Mosley, the freshman, or sophomore. Now the Raiders bring it down, and Dorisar is gonna be fouled.
2: Yeah, it looks like they could get green on that. It'll be her second.
1: 15 foul, that will put the Raiders in the bonus for the rest of the half. And Dor Sar, who has been to the line one time, made one out of two. Will have two more opportunities here. First one is good. Dor is a transfer from University of Maine. She is from Israel. Get them both. A 16-point Middle Tennessee lead as East Carolina brings it down. Now we've got Lions in the game for the first time. a loose ball picked up and laid in the hole by number three, Josephs, who was just in the right place at the right time. Yeah, Jalen
2: Gregory had stole that basketball, tried to flip it to Whittington and just flipped it. We got a 10-second call against Middle Tennessee.
1: Well, each team has had one of those now. Both teams have been pressing for most of the uh, first half. 29-15, Kozlova out and Sky Payne back in for the Raiders. And let's see, we've got Amanda Whittington, Whitson, Gregory, and Saar along with Payne. Working outside. This is Lyons who had just come in, and now
2: we've got a foul. I believe is going to be on Joseph. Should be her second for an illegal screen. Now they're going to get the four. four. That's going Johnson. To... Johnson, not Joseph. So her second, though. They've had a lot of offensive fouls, haven't they? Yeah. They were. That was. A, they were trying to set a screen on the low block there, and they're just not coming set. They're moving and making contact.
1: All into Gregory.
2: Stops, bounces it back to Dorsar.
1: Still in the backcourt to Gregory. Back to Sar Gets it across the line quickly, and Whitson's knocked out of bounds and fouled there by number 12, Mosley.
3: And I think that'll Put be three. Put a flying
2: on, block into Whitson. Yeah, I think it'll be three on Mosley. It is three. And Dick right there, again, Middle Tennessee coming dangerously close. Tonight getting the ball across mid-court line in 10 seconds, and Mosley may have bailed. Belled them out just a little bit, as I'm not sure that Courtney Whitson was gonna be able to catch that pass and stay in bounds. She's at the line for two shots. First
1: uh, trip to the free throw line for the sophomore from Kingsport, makes the free throw. You know, she didn't have a very good night shooting in the last exhibition, and people were shaking their heads. Well, now what's the matter with Courtney? Well, right now, with 13 points in the first half, I don't think there's anything the matter with it. Not much. (laughs) 31-15. to Ball coming in play in backcourt to Rose. Deep right side. Guarded by Dorsar. Rose comes left on the dribble. Now they're going to pull Bennett out to set a
2: screen, and we've got another... Three seconds this time on 20. Adams, who set up camp in front. She was trying to get, push Sky Payne down, get position for the pass, entry pass, but stayed in the blue paint just a little too long. Ball into Amanda Whittington, back to Saar, back to Amanda,
1: over to Alexis in front court. Payne's open in the corner, takes the pass, back over to door Sar. Minute 27 to play in the first half, Raiders up. Sarr working outside. Long pass in the corner. Alexis for three. No good. Rims out. And the rebound taken down by Johnson. Speeds in the front court. Pushes the pass over there for a long three that is no good. And they're going to call Alexis for a foul on the three-point attempt.
2: What they missed was the travel by Thompson before she shot the basketball. She caught it and bunny-hopped. Before leaving the floor to take the shot, mm-hmm. I guess she can do that now. She's at the free throw line.
1: One eleven remaining, as three shots coming for Tanaya Thompson misses the first. Thompson out of Hamden, Connecticut. Hits the second. She's uh, coming off a 12-point average last season as their leading returning score. Hit the second one, 31-17. Raiders with a 14-point lead and a minute to play in the first half. Courtney Blakely back out there at point guard. Blakely comes right to Amanda Whittington, puts it on the floor, bounces it away to Gregory. Gregory to Payne, Payne to Blakely in the corner and steps called on Courtney.
2: 45 seconds left in the half. Just a uh, little too anxious. She saw she was gonna have some space to get to the baseline, traveled with a basketball. Now across the line, this is
1: Rose out front the ball over to Johnson, lob pass underneath and the shot put up and missed. Followed
2: and may have a foul in there. Yeah, I think they're gonna get Courtney Whitson on the foul. She was down there by herself. She really had no help from her teammates trying to rebound the basketball. Now they're gonna give it to Payne, three, not 33. Going to the line will be
1: Adams. Adams will get a couple of attempts. Missed the first one. Adams out of Kernersville, North Carolina, makes the second to make it a 31-18 score. Raiders get it in front court, lose it. Here's Rose driving on Gregory. The shot no good. Whitson babbling Bennett for the rebound, and a held ball is called with 11 seconds left in the first half. Raiders are going to get it on the alternate possession. May have time to get another shot off before halftime. They'll have to hustle. If they can get it over the center line. East Carolina's pressed the whole game. All coming into Alexis Whittington. Whittington lobs it across the line to Gregory. Double team. The ball knocked free. She gets it back. Loses it. It's on the floor. East Carolina's got it. They don't get the shot away in time, and that is the end of the first half. It's been a battle in the first half. Middle Tennessee will leave the floor leading by a score of 31 to 18 over the East. Carolina Pirates. We will take a break and be back with our halftime show. That will be coming your way next on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
0: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports.
1: And it is halftime, Middle Tennessee leading East Carolina, 31 to 18 at the break, our halftime show. Brought to you by Murfreesboro Medical Clinic and Surgeon Center, the official medical group of MTSU Athletics, proudly keeping Murfreesboro healthy since 1949. We'll check the scoring uh, for you in the first half, and then Dwayne will have the official uh, first half stats uh, a little bit later. For the Raiders, Courtney Whitson leading with 13 points. She's hit three three three-pointers, two out of two at the foul line. Whitson with 13, the only player in this game in double figures to date. Courtney Blakely with eight points, a couple of threes in that total for the freshman from Indiana. Also for the Raiders, Alexis Whittington, a three-pointer. And Jalen Gregory, a three-pointer. Dorsar has hit two out of four at the free-throw line. Anastasia Voltareva with one out of two at the free-throw line for her only points. So Whitson leading the Raiders with 13 points for East Carolina. And they have played, I think, everybody on their roster in the first half. And uh, I'm sure they will... uh, probably sort that out and play fewer players in the second half, but the style of basketball they play, they have to keep a lot of uh, fresh people in there. McNeil with four. Chambers with one. Thompson with four. Green with three. Bennett with two. Adams and Mosley each with one. And Josephs with two. Lions did not score. Now here's a player hadn't been in there. Acox. She didn't play in the first half. Franklin uh, did not score. Rose did not score. Johnson, neither Johnson scored. Raven Johnson, who had a double-double against the Raiders two years ago, only played very briefly in the first half. I don't know if she's completely recovered from an injury that kept her out of action last year. Raiders led 15 to five at the end of the first quarter outscored the Pirates 16-13 in the second period for a 31-18 halftime lead. We'll take a break. Back with more at halftime on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
5: You'd be amazed to learn what one Tennessee Lottery ticket can lead to. For you it could be lucky, but for others it could open the door to so much more. With more than $6 billion raised for education, the Tennessee Lottery has proudly funded over 1.5 million scholarships and grants. That means, on average, more than 130,000 Tennesseans every year continue their education just because you played. The Tennessee Education Lottery, game-changing, education-benefiting fun.
2: Welcome back, halftime at the Murphy Center and the Lady Raiders on top of the Pirates of East Carolina, 31-28. Let's take a look at our first half stats. First for the visitors from Greenville, South Carolina. They're led in scoring by two players with four points apiece. That's Thompson and McNeil. Three points for Green, two points for Josephs, two points for Bennett, one point for Chambers, One point for Adams, one point for Mosley. The Pirates pulled down 18 rebounds and they committed 13 first half turnovers. The Pirates were five of 23 from the floor, 21%. Two of six from range for 33% and six of 11 from the free throw line for 54%. The Lady Raiders led scoring in the first half by Courtney Whitson from Kingsport, Tennessee Courtney the Ford, four of seven from the floor, three of six from range, two of two from the free throw line. 13 points, four rebounds in the first half for Courtney Whitson, the freshman. Courtney Blakely from Gary and Indiana had eight points in the first half. No other Lady Raider in double figures as Jalen Gregory with three, Dorsar with three, Alexis Whittington with three, two points for Anastasia Boldereva, excuse me, one point for Anastasia Boldereva. Four points for Alexis Whittington. Two for Gregory, two for Saar, one for Granham, one for Kozlova. Whittington, Payne played and did not score. Middle Tennessee pulled down 19 first half rebounds. Nine of those were offensive boards. They committed 14 first half turnovers. Middle Tennessee was 9 of 27 from the floor for 33%, 7 of 17 from range for 41%, and 6 of 8 from the free throw line for 75%. Your halftime score, Middle Tennessee leads East Carolina 31-18. We'll step aside, take a break, come back with second-half action. You're listening to Lady Raider basketball from Learfield.
0: News Radio WGNS,
1: the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Raiders leading at halftime, 31 to 18, as
2: uh, they were able to build up a 10-point lead in that uh, first quarter. The first division first minute of the third quarter, brought to you by First Vision Bank, where service means more power to your business. Earlier this evening, the Blue Raider
1: men, under Coach Nick McDevitt picked up their first win of the season 98 to 59 over pressure of Owensboro
2: Kentucky and uh, looked good doing it they certainly did and take a quick look at our sin federal credit union scoreboard other conference USA women's scores Louisiana Tech has defeated Jarvis Christian 103 53 Southern Miss on top of William Carey 42 72 42 that's a final Richmond Falls at home to Charlotte, 63-45. And Rice has defeated St. Edward's, 84-41. Marshall, 108. Bluefield State, 45. UTSA falls to Stephen F. Austin, 77-50. Raiders will have their starting five in
1: there to start the second half. Possession goes to East Carolina. And we're underway with the basketball. Deja Green, point guard for the Pirates to Thompson. Works the ball out front, top of the key to Chambers and now kicked around a little bit, but McNeil controls it. To Green, baseline jumper from eight feet, no good. Fight for the rebound, tip back to Green. Green flips it over there on the left side to McNeil. A pull-up jumper is good by McNeil. Yeah, good offensive board work that time by East Carolina. So it's 31 to 20 as the Pirates draw first blood here in the second half and a scramble as Raiders got it into the front court, and we've
2: got a foul. Yeah, they're going to get Bennett over the back of Alexis Whittington. The bounce pass came from Bald Rava, who'd got double teamed just inside the Blue Raiders' offensive court against the sideline, and she got rid of it. And Whittington was fouled. Bennett's first foul. Raiders put it in play. Dorsar
1: outside, right side to Gregory. Bounce pass goes a little to Rava under the basket. Tries to get a shot away. Can't get it uh, Up in the air as Bennett blocked it. And now Green out front with the ball. A pull-up from 18 is no good. Rebound taken by Alexis Whittington. Speeds in the front court. Off to Gregory and now back to Dorsar. Raiders leading 31-20. to Whitson on the left wing. Back to Saar. East Carolina staying in the zone. Looks like a 1-2-2 at the moment. Now to Whittington. Drives into the paint. Stops. Back to Whitson, got a 15-footer up, bouncing
2: good. Dick, oddly yeah. enough, that's only the third two-point basket the Lady Raiders have made tonight. Everything else has been from beyond the arc, 33-20. to
1: 20. East Carolina in front court. This is Green, guarded out front by Saar, comes left on the triple, couldn't get in there, comes back out front, out to McNeil behind the three-point line, doesn't take it. Goes to the foul line and said they're going to call Whittington for a trip. I think McNeil may have tripped over her own feet, but Whittington was the closest
2: defensive player and she draws the foul. That's going to be her third. Right. Boy, watching that on the replay, you're exactly right, Dick. That was just the East Carolina player falling down on her own volition. Bolta
1: is out. Jada Granham back in for the Raiders. Ball coming inside. Turnaround shot. shot, blocked by Granham, picked up by Gregory. As Bennett had her shot blocked, puts it. Whittington in the corner, shot hit the edge of the board and scramble for the rebound. It goes out of bounds
2: and it's going to go to East Carolina even though Jada Granham said, I was not the last one to touch it. The official says, yes, ma'am, you were. Sonia Johnson checks in
1: and McNeil is out. For the Pirates, who will have it in back court, and the Raiders are going to do some pressing full court. The ball into Green flips the pass across the line off two players and out of bounds.
2: Yeah, it is like a like a pass that was deflected in football and went out of bounds. Yeah, it went off Chambers and then Johnson and out of bounds. And Middle Tennessee catches a break there because East Carolina had numbers. Gregorio put it in play in the
1: back court. to play third quarter. Sky Payne back in for the Raiders. Dorsar gets the ball to Gregory across the line. Bounces the pass in the corner to Payne. Comes out front to Sar. Sar backs it up, calls a play. Works out on the wing to Payne. A couple of dribbles. Dangerous pass, but Gregory was able to handle it. Back, and now they call a travel on Gregory. She might have slid that foot a little bit as she passed the ball. Well, she,
2: did, she, she didn't slide it. She switched pivot feet. She went from one pivot foot to the other. You can only have one of those if I if I remember the rules correctly. Courtney Blakely will check in
1: for Payne. So now we're going to have both of our point guards out there and get a little bit more quickness on the floor.
2: Well, I think I think Coach Enchel felt the momentum and the tempo kind of going East Carolina's way. and He's trying to do something to change that. Ball to johnson and now we've got a whistle gregory yeah it's going to pick up her first and that's one of those where there was no harm you let that play on there was a little bit of hip contact as gregory went for the pass but she did not impede the player in any way now they're going
1: to call her for holding on the inbounds play two quick ones for jalen It'll be inbounded side front court by Josephs. Gets it into Rose, who's in there now at point guard. Rose, top of the key, flips it off on the right side to Johnson. Deep right, Johnson dribbles back out front against Blakely, puts it on four stops. Comes outside and Rose as well knocked free by Saar. Shovels it over there to her teammate. Banked it up there and missed it. They got the rebound and comes right back out to Rose. East Carolina keeps the possession. Rose deep on the left side. Feeds the pass over there to Thompson. Underneath, the shot is missed. Rebound, Granham. Foul
2: on East Carolina. Look to get number three which is Josephs, is that correct, I believe? I'm still, they haven't put it on the board yet. Yep, Yep, number three. three. Yep,
1: that's her second. Raiders work it down against pressure. Blakely, double team, gets it over to Dorsar. Deep pass in the corner to Gregory, underneath to Granham,
2: loose ball. Jada may have committed a foul, trying to get it back. Yep, she did. She just wasn't able to hold Bennett Wasn't able to pin Bennett to the baseline. Bennett fought over the top of that and did a good job defensively, and then Granham compounded that by committing the foul. And honestly, not a pass that Jalen Gregory should have made to begin with. It was a long, difficult bounce pass into the post. Probability of success was low. Bolterreva back in, Granham out. And the pass goes over
1: on the left side to Johnson. Back out to Thompson. Thompson shelves it back to Rose. Rose out in center court with Dorsar. Now comes right to Thompson. Thompson against Blakely, out on the wing. There's a lob pass that is too high and over the uh, intended receiver and out of
2: bounds. That was Josephs who threw it away. Yeah, she was looking for Bennett. Bennett who would got position on the block. Just too much air and
1: distance on that pass. Now, Josephs is out, and coming back in is Mosley, playing with three fouls. Blakely over to Dorsar. Pressure in the backcourt. They hook it across to Gregory. Down to Volterreva. Bounces it back to Blakely. Drives and dribbled it off her foot out of bounds. Got too big a hurry. It will belong to the Pirates in backcourt. 33-20. to 20, 5.38 to play in this Scrambling third quarter. This is almost like a repeat of the first quarter. All across the line, Raiders double up the ball. Rose dribbles away from it. Driving layup on the left side is Johnson who appeared to take an extra step. She took two extra steps. She put down four feet before she shot the basketball. 33-22. Here comes Blakely. She'll drive, kick it in the corner. Whitson for three and that one's good. Courtney now with 18 points, and it is 36 to 36-22 with 5.11 to play. Now, this is a full timeout, is it? I think it is. We'll take it right here. Timeout on the floor. Middle Tennessee 36, East Carolina 22 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
0: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports.
2: Today's third quarter presented by Granison Associates, certified public accountant specializing in business and personal accounting along with tax services. Granison Associates, 615 895 1040. Online at gcpas.com. East
1: Carolina brings it in. Johnson with the ball, flips it over to Rose, deep on the right side. Five minutes left, third quarter, Raiders by 14. Rose comes driving, and Kozlova may be called for a foul here.
2: Wow. Wow, wow, wow.
1: And that will be number one on Susha. And the fifth team foul on the Raiders, and another timeout. I thought we just had a timeout.
2: Uh, I don't know what the officials are talking about here.
1: Is this an official timeout? Well,
2: I think they're trying to. Who? who there.
1: Anyway, while there's a break, uh, somewhere down the line, Courtney Whitson got cheated out of a point. I have her with four three pointers. What do you have?
2: Uh, I've got her with. I have her with four three pointers. So I yep. wonder
1: if they changed that last one to a two pointer. Could be, but the but the score uh, increased by three points, so it may have been in the first half. I don't know. But they have Courtney now with
2: only three three pointers. We've got her with four. No, they've got her. They've got her now. I've got her with. They've got her with four on the stat sheets. So that just may be. Well, not on the printed sheet that I just, right, just got. But on, but on, on the computer. Okay, that's good. So I've got her with 18 points. Is that's that- that's what's on. That is what is on the computer. So, a little glitch on the, on the stat sheet that we got. So Courtney on the night six of nine from, the floor four of seven and two of two and they obviously have taken this one into a media timeout have they i don't know i don't know either that's uh they're looking at something over there we've already had
1: two full timeouts this quarter so we're not doing another one
2: well while we're waiting for the officials to determine who that foul is on which is what i think is being discussed over there We're just remind that remind you that Middle Tennessee State University named one of the best in the U.S. by the Princeton Review for the third year in a row. MTSU become True Blue.
1: Football on Saturday. It's the Salute to Veterans game. 2.30 kickoff against Florida International. We'll be on the air with our pregame show at 1. Before that, we've got women's basketball on the road in Richmond, Virginia, Friday night. That uh, game will tip off at 5. We'll have our pregame show at 4.30 as the Lady Raiders hit the road for the first time this season, Friday night, against
2: Virginia Commonwealth. You know that one Malashka would like to be ready to play that game. That's her old school. So, Ksenia would really like the opportunity to play on Friday night. And that maybe is one of the reasons she was being held out tonight, just... As a precautionary measure to get her an extra day of rest because, Dick, we know it's a long season in the college basketball. Yeah, and the uh,
1: Raiders have a little bit more depth this year than they have had in the past, and uh, so maybe they can afford to sit somebody out just as a precautionary measure.
2: Not sure. It's an awful long conversation. Well, I saw my friend
1: Tim Gossett up, and uh, after he put in his two cents worth, the officials uh, broke away from the table, so maybe we have got things straightened out. I think it might have something to do with either the clock or I don't know. But
2: anyway. Well, Coach Ensel and his staff were.
1: They've had plenty of time. Well, they
2: they were questioning who the foul was called on. I think initially maybe Have whistled on Blakely, and it was actually Kozlova, and they've given it to Kozlova, nope. They've changed it and given it to 23, not 32, which is Alexis Whittington, and that is number four on Alexis, and that was what all that conversation was about. And that is not a good outcome for the Raiders. Nope. The first free throw
1: is made. That was Rose, that's her first point of this game. Alexia Rose, second shot missed. And the rebound taken by Gregory. Trapped on the baseline, dribbles out of it. Goes to Whitson, and back to Courtney Blakely. Over to Kozlova, oh, bad pass. Picked up by Rose, she's gonna drive for a layup and
2: score. 36-25. You'll just see kinda letting this pressure get to them a little bit, Dick.
1: Here's Gregory, bounce pass right side to Whitson, and back to Courtney Blakely. Raiders by 11 now with 4.23 to play third quarter. Blakely outside, gets it away to Amanda Whittington, back to Blakely in the corner, three in the air, it's too long, and the rebound is going to be tipped out front by Gregory, grabbed by East Carolina, and here comes a driving layup from, and that is Raven Johnson. Raven Johnson. Back in the game for East Carolina, scores the layup. 36 27. Blakely, long pass, Kozlov was wide open under the basket, didn't take the shot. Back out to Blakely. Whitson for three, that comes up short. And a foul.
2: I think we get 12 or 21. Morgan Mosley picks 12, up her yeah. fourth. Four fouls on Mosley.
8: It's
2: a little 5-0 run here by East Carolina. Carolina's. gotten it down under double digits. It's a nine point lead for the Lady Raiders.
1: Out of bounds play under the basket. Amanda Whittington will key it in. And Gregory and number 11, Johnson, with a little chicken fighting there. A foul should have been called on Johnson. I don't know if it was. or not. Yeah, it was. Yep. That'll be her first. East Carolina has been trying to
2: intimidate Gregory all night. And now what do we got? I think they're going to go try to take a look at it to see if there was some sort of uh, flagrant maybe. I don't know. Oh, I long for the days
1: when we had two officials and no replays.
2: <laughs> Taking a look at some stats from this this uh, third quarter to this point, I should say what I'm trying to say, Middle Tennessee 2 of 6 from the floor for 33%, 1 of 4 from range for 25%, while East Carolina because four of nine for 44%, one of two from the free throw line. They pulled down five rebounds. Middle Tennessee also with five rebounds to this point in quarter number three. Okay,
1: uh, Raiders with their full coaching staff over there. Kim Bruton, Matt Ensel, and Nina Davis. Also coach Tom Hodges. The director of operations, Eddie Sanders. John Griffith is the trainer. Tessa Grossman is the strength and conditioning coach, and Tony Stinnett, who's over there trying to control things on the scores table, is (laughs) director of media relations for women's basketball. Well,
2: let's take a look uh, at some more scores from Conference USA. UTSA falls at home to Stephen F. Austin, 77-50. I think that was the last score I gave you earlier. Old Dominion, 28 better than South Carolina State. They win 80-52. North Texas, Defeats Drovers, 93-58. FIU falls to George, falls at home to George Mason, 63-60. And as I think I said earlier, Louisiana Tech and Jarvis Christian, 103-53. Louisiana Tech gets that victory. North Texas beat who? North Texas beat Drovers. D-R-O-V-E-R-S. Okay. <laughs> Not really That's sure. That's one on me. Yeah, and as we mentioned. Southern Miss defeats William Carey, 72-42. Richmond falls at home to Charlotte, 63-45. Rice, 84. St. Edward's, 41. And Marshall, 108. Bluefield State, 45. See if you can – did you hear what she said? So, they've called an intentional foul on number 11, Raven Johnson. So
1: Absolutely. Scores 36-27. Middle Tennessee leading with 3.47 to play in the third quarter. And the Raiders, uh, let's see, that was a fourth team foul. But I think we're going to get free throws because here. Because it was intentional. I thought it was Gregory who got fouled, but they're going to put uh, Dorsar at the line. I guess they gotta, you can pick who you want to. That I don't know, Dick. On the intentional foul, you can pick your free throw shooter, and Dorsar knocks it down. We'll get one more. That makes it 37 27. Hit them both. 38 27. Now yeah. the Raiders should get the ball out of bounds. They will. Gregory will inbound right in front of us. Puts it in play to Sar in the backcourt. Raiders by 11 with the ball. Getting a little bit late third quarter. 3.39 left. Gregory back to Saar. Quick pass to Baldareva In the corner to Whitaker. Back to
2: Saar for three, and it's good. That one, I think, touched the top of the gymnasium. and came straight down through the hoop. 41-27.
1: That's uh, Doerr's first basket in the game. The ball coming inside, loose. Raiders pick it up. Courtney Whitson, who else comes up with it? Gregory in the corner. Amanda Whittington to Gregory and back to Dorsar. 41-27, Whitson in the corner to Saar. Bounce past Gregory. Bouncing right to Whittington
2: and bad pass went over Goldreva's head. It wasn't, it wasn't a bad pass intentionally, it was the fact that Boldreva Re- had, Bold had two hands in her back from 55 Bennett. So Bennett picks up the
1: foul, and that will put Anastasia at the line for a pair. That Young was lady
2: from Moscow. Sorry about that. That was the classic two-hand shove from
1: behind. Boldeeva, nice touch for.
2: A big girl, she's listed at 6'6". Still growing. 17 years old, that is the thing that just amazes me. 42-27, hit them both, 43-27.
1: She's got three points all at the free throw line.
2: And now, Baldrava forces the turnover. She tips the ball at midcourt and goes off the hands. I think it was Johnson. So the Raiders play it in backcourt. This
1: is Dorsar, back to Gregory. Pushes it across the timeline. 2.41 to play, back to Sar. Gregory against the zone. Boldreva on the post,
2: in the lane, turn, spins, left hand, back to the end. Boy, that was pretty, Dick. That was absolutely perfection in execution right
1: there from Anastasia Boldreva. Boltreva now with five. That's her first field goal. Out front, jumper by Rose, no good. And Boltreva trying to get the rebound, knocked it out of bounds. Preventing Chambers from getting it. East Carolina with the ball under the basket. 2-12 to play, third quarter.
2: Ball coming in to Chambers. And how many steps did she take? Well, She got called for it that time. She can't believe it, but she did take at least one extra. So the Raiders take it on the turnover, leading
1: 45 to 27. Called to Gregory, comes down the far side. Across the center line to Amanda Whittington, shovels it back to Dorsar. Sar, back to Gregory, back to Sar, deep in the corner, Amanda. Now pass into Bouldreva, got away from her. Loose ball out of bounds will go to East Carolina with
2: 1.51 to play, third period. Yeah, Bouldreva will learn to get that ball up high quickly. She kept it down around her waist and that's where the hands can get to it. When you're 6'6", you've got that advantage. Take, make use of it. Green back in,
1: Raven Johnson out. And so now East Carolina with uh, their two point guards in the game, Green and Rose. Rose coming to the left side, guarded by Sar, who bothers the ball. It's a bad pass, loose on the floor. They get it back. Rose takes it deep in the corner for a three. That is no good by Green. They got the offensive rebound and put it back in the hands of Rose with a minute 25 to play in the quarter and the Raiders leading by 18. Rose coming right. Rose long pass across the line driving through their Johnson inside. They got it into Chambers in good position to score. That ends a
2: two and a half minute scoring drought for East Carolina, 45-29. And did the Raiders turn it over? Yeah, Saar walked with the
1: basketball in the back court. Checking in is Gracie Dodgen in for the first time. She'll replace Amanda Whittington. Gracie, a freshman. From Sparta. And the pass intercepted by Sars. She just stepped right in front of Rose, took it away, fires a three and hits
2: it. And it's fouled. <laughs> That's the way to make up for a mistake. She intercepted the throw in, brought it
1: down, and never hesitated, put a high arching three in the air, and hit it. And as a bonus, she was fouled and will get a free throw.
2: Who goes to foul? On? Uh, they haven't posted it yet. Dorsar. It's on 20. 20 Adams picks
1: up the foul. Free throw good. That's a four-point play, and it's 49-29, and the Raiders lead by 20. Deep right side. A
2: long three is uh, out of bounds. I don't think that touched anything. No, and Gracie Dodgen did the right thing. She thought about reaching for that basketball and then realized. It was going out of bounds, and there was no one else there to get it.
1: Pressure in the backcourt. It goes into Gregory, back to Sar. Lob pass over to Gregory. Across the line, it'll come to Bolhareva. Gets it back to Dorsar. Out near the center line, 30 seconds to play in the quarter. Dodging three
2: on the left, good! She did not hesitate, Dick. She had her feet ready to shoot when she caught the basketball and let it fly. 52-29, and for Gracie Dodgen,
1: her first field goal as a Lady Raider. And now, out front, Green is going to dribble the remaining seconds off the clock, try and take the last shot. And does from three-point range, and misses, and the rebound taken by Gregory as the quarter will come to an end. Three quarters in the books here at the Murphy Center. And after three, it is Middle Tennessee, 52, East Carolina, 29. Stay with us. We've got another quarter of basketball coming your way on the Blue Raider Network from your field.
6: Great teams leave it all on the field. But with the powerful towing and payload that Ford F-150 delivers, you can take it all with you, too. No wonder Ford F-Series is America's best-selling truck 44 years straight. The 2021 Ford F-150. Built for greatness. Visit your local Ford dealer or buyfordnow.com. Based on 1977 to 2020 calendar year total sales,
0: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports.
2: Middle Tennessee uses a 10-point advantage in quarter number three to take a 52-29 lead. A 16-2 run over the last 3.45 of the quarter. 7-0 run over the last 54 seconds of the quarter has given Middle Tennessee their largest lead of the game.
1: 52-29 as we start. The final 10 minutes, Raiders put it in play. Gregory in front court to Dorsar. Sar starts in, comes back outside. And a long three is good by Whitson. Courtney Whitson for three. It's her fifth three-pointer of the night. And that will make it 55-29. East Carolina will try to answer with a three and they miss it. As McNeil's shot came off, and Dorsar with the rebound. Has it out front. Backs up on the dribble, guarded there by Lyons, who's in the game now. Whips the pass to Sky Payne, three out of the corner, no good. Whits in the rebound, and it blocked. Nice uh, block there by number three, Josephs. And the ball will go out of bounds, I think, to the Raiders.
2: It will. The block landed on the baseline before Gregory tried to, rec- or excuse me, before Whitson tried to recover it.
1: So it'll be inbounded by Gregory. Gets it in to Courtney Whitson. Now Sar out front works on the dribble against Lions. Breaks right down the middle of the lane. Shoots a runner there and misses. Took a spill and. They're gonna call an offensive foul against Dorsar.
2: That'll be her first personal foul. Co- Coach Insel not happy with that decision by a senior point
1: guard. Lions works it across the timeline. Guarded by Saar. starts saying ran into a double team. Kozlova came over to help Saar and deflected the shot. It'll go out of bounds to East Carolina. A lot of contact there. No whistle. Lyons puts it in play in the corner to Thompson. Tries a
2: three there and hits it. This is a good shot by Thompson. Gregory was on her. 55-32.
1: Raiders bring it down. Sky Payne. Back out to Saar. Saar guarded out front by McNeil now. Bounces left to Payne. Back to Kozlova who pulls outside with the ball. One dribble back over on the right side to Saar.
2: What was that called? They caught her stepping on the sideline and I saw a lot of tan, between her foot and that black line on the sideline. I think that was just a missed call. Ball is
1: inbounds to Paige Lyons who will bring it down for the Pirates. Lyons comes around a high screen. it off out there and a long three by no good. Rebound taken by Courtney Whitson. Whitson gives it to Blakely and she'll bring it down. Blakely came in at point guard for Saar. 7.44 to play, Raiders out front, 55-32. Gregory drives in the paint, stops, comes back out front to Blakely. Blakely goes the other way off a screen and fouls from behind on the shot. Let me get Paige Lyons on that one. Her first foul, and Courtney Blakely to the free throw line to shoot two. Koslova out. Jada Granham back in. First time at the free throw line for Courtney and rolls that one in. She's got nine. 56 32. And missed the second shot. A rebound taken by Thompson. Thompson and has the ball stolen by Blakely. Page picked it up, Payne rather, and back to Lyons. Payne had it and lost it. Shot comes up short and it's volleyballed around. Loose ball on the floor. Granham diving for it. Ties up with Josephs. It'll go to
2: East Carolina on the alternate possession. Good hustle there by Jada Granham. That ball's loose on the floor and she never hesitated. Mask it all. Mask it all. And I think the mask got knocked askew.
1: (laughs) Ball coming in play now to Josephs, out to Lyons. And work it over to McNeil on the right wing. McNeil drives it into the lane, dips it back to Lyons. Her shot is short. I don't know if Blakely got
2: a hand on that or not. Blakely absolutely got a hand on that. Middle Tennessee catches a break. That's what Coach Kim McNeil is asking. And Coach McNeil, you're right. Blakely did touch that ball. Gregory
1: Long passed across the line to Granham. Double-teamed and traveled.
2: Well, Jada, that was right in front of yeah, us. Yeah, Jada was complaining. Jada made the mistake. She brought the ball down to her waist and that lets everybody back in the play. Here's Lyons
1: working outside against Blakely. McNeil on the left wing. Tried to throw it in on the post, got it back. Over to Mitchell now. Mitchell fires up a three, and that misses, and Granham, nice position with the rebound. Over to Payne, and now to Blakely, 56-32. Boy, this has been a defensive struggle. Blakely drives the lane, carries her shot up there, and will draw a foul. I think it's gonna be 22, to McNeil. Courtney Blakely to
2: the free throw line. It is McNeil for second foul. It looks like uh, Lex Whittington's gonna check back into the basketball game for Middle Tennessee along with Anastasia Boldreva. Whittington with four fouls.
1: Courtney's free throw rolled around and finally rolled off the rim. It hit almost every part of the iron, but did not go down. Second shot is up there, and that one hit nothing but net. Makes one out of two. She's got 10, and it is 57-32. Down low, they got a layup up by Josephs to score. Just kind of wheeled it in there with her left hand. 57-34 all across the line. Blakely's got it. Dumps it to the wrong team. East Carolina with an interception. Shot up good by Thompson. 57-36. Raiders' lead is 21. Payne over to Blakely. Deep left, Whitson on dribbling back to Blakely. 57-36. Blakely drives through.
2: Off the glass, she'll score. Little explosive. First step there by Courtney Blakely, finds her way down the right side of the lane. 59, 36, out front with the ball.
1: McNeil, or uh, Thompson, lets it fly and misses. Blakely comes up with a loose rebound. But behind her back, drove it in there, Bulderable wide open to lay it up and score. And she's fouled. So Anastasia will go to the free throw line. 61-36, timeout on the floor. Raiders lead at 61-36 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
0: Hey, honey, got the 70-inch flat screen mounted, come take a look. Uh, why are the instructions
5: so wrapped in plastic? Instructions are just another man's suggestions. <sighs> you sure about that?
0: Need another chance? Get one with Powerball with Double Play. Add Double Play for just a dollar and give your numbers a second chance to win up to $10 million with drawings every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. Powerball with Double Play and the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports.
2: Murfreesboro Medical Clinic and Surgery Center, the official medical group of Middle Tennessee Athletics, proudly keeping Murfreesboro healthy since 1949. 4:56 remaining in quarter number four. Middle Tennessee enjoys a 25-point lead, 61-36, and unfortunately, Mister Palmer, that matches the number of turnovers that the Lady Raiders have made tonight as they've committed 25 turnovers, but somehow lead by 25 in this contest. Interesting. Old at the line for one shot.
1: Uh, one shot. And it's good, a three-point play. The old-fashioned way, as they say. 62-36. The lead is now 26 points. And a whistle on the other end. We've got a foul on the Raiders' Gregory. Jalen picks up her third
2: foul. Yeah, Middle Tennessee did a little three-quarter court press there. and Jalen went for the steal, missed, and in her effort to recover, to get back on defense, she committed the foul from behind.
1: She is out. Sky Payne back in for the Raiders. And at the free throw line is Alexia Rose. Rolls that first one in. Goes out of Bloomfield, Connecticut. Makes them both. 62-38. Raiders bring it down across the line to Payne. To Alexis Whittington. Blakely inside. Reva backs it up. And it's in and out. No good. Fight for the rebound.
2: Get and Anastasia is going to be called for the foul. Going after the... Rebound, but that was good execution on the offensive end by Middle Tennessee. Ball rotation got Baldreva open on the block. Just couldn't quite catch and get it to go down. Yeah, she had a good matchup
1: in there. Here's Rose driving through, got it into
2: Josephs, who lays it in. 62 to 40. It's a quick little 4-0 run there. And East Carolina's had some opportunities tonight like that when they've penetrated to get the ball to the block. Across the
1: line, Raiders almost lost it. Dorsar trying to calm things down out front with four minutes to play, dishes it off to Blakely. Coming left on the dribble, Payne up to set a pick. Blakely didn't use it, she'll drive the lane and she may have charged, let's see. She did. Yep, that's the call. She was a little out of control going in. So East Carolina gets it out of bounds. We have gone under four minutes to play. Raiders leading by 22. Led by 13 at the half. Rose at the foul line. Inside shot blocked and taken away by Boldoreva. Josephs at six feet tall, no match. Three in the air. Dorsar.
0: That's
1: 14 points for that young lady tonight, and it's 65-40. to 40. We can see why she was Maine's all-time leading three-point shooter. There's one missed by East Carolina's Mosley. Raiders get the rebound, 65-40. Blakely on the dribble out front. Sar open 4 three. There's another one. And if my calculations are correct, that's our largest lead of the game. I believe 28 is the largest. Out on the right wing. Ball comes over to Thompson inside. Shot missed. And they're going to get Anastasia for a foul. Yep, it'll be number four on her. She was over the back. So now we'll have Gracie Dodgen checking back in along with Jada Granham. Saar is out and Reva is out. At the line, Morgan Mosley misses the first up two with 2.37 to play. Uh, lefty, she puts it up there, bounces once, twice off the rim, and rebounded by Alexis Whittington. To Blakely, back to Whittington. Hands the ball back to Blakely. Gets it back to Whittington. Dribbles out front, back to Blakely. East Carolina has finally abandoned their zone. They're playing man-to-man now, and they steal the pass away from Payne. Driving for a layup and
2: scoring is Thompson. 68-42. It's a combination of maybe an ill-timed pass and Payne didn't quite get out to meet the pass. 2 4 to play. Payne to Blakely.
1: Over to Alexis Whittington. Two-hand pass across to Granham. Couldn't control it, now gets it back. Now loses it. And East Carolina's gonna get a layup. Nope, too far under the basket to shoot. And now a shot blocked by Whittington. Blocked the shot of Johnson. And a whistle in the backcourt. And
2: let's see, who do they get? Uh, not that, right ofi- that official just called the foul on Amanda Whittington and the table. Ask her, is that who you called the foul on? And she says, no, it's on one. So it's, <laughs> uh, it's yeah, so it's a little on Thompson. Yeah, it's on Thompson. A little confusion there by the official. 68-42.
1: Here is Blakely outside. Little head fake and a drive for a layup, she'll score. Nice use to the left hand by Blakely. She is quicker than anyone on the floor. 70 to 42. Outside with the basketball is Rose. Changes directions, loops the pass under the basket. It's out of bounds. They say Gracie and touched it last. And East Carolina will have an inbound under their basket with 112 to play amanda whittington back in for alexis i don't think we're going to get that other timeout we wanted are we i don't think so all coming in and a shot by mosley is good they're going to call a foul on the raiders on pain mosley with the basket Payne with the foul. 70 to 44. Annabelle La will check in for Granham. First time in the game for Annabelle. Free throw good. 70 to 45. Raiders in front court. Oh, no, almost in front court. They threw it away. That was Blakely with a bad pass. Raiders getting a little loose here. Fortunately, they've got a big lead. As we have less than a minute to play. And it is 70 to 45. Outside, here comes Lions, shot
2: no good. And they to call Amanda Whittington on the foul. So on Amanda,
1: that's number one. Two shots for Paige Lyons. First one, no good. 49 seconds to play. After the game, we'll have our Mid-South Ford player of the game. And then we'll also talk with head coach Rick Ensel. Most three throws missed. Rebound Payne to Blakely. to Amanda Whittington in the backcourt, across the line to LaTorre and she gets tied up there. And again, uh, the mistake you mentioned earlier, just brought the ball down.
2: Well, and also you have to move it quickly because once you catch it against this sideline, the defense is coming to you with a double team. Ball in the backcourt to Blakely. 35 seconds to play, 70
1: to 45. Likely out dangerously close to that center line dribbling. Now moves in a little bit, comes right, skip pass. Latore misses the layup, and the rebound taken by East Carolina. Likely set her up with a wide open shot. Driving through, and the shot good there by Lyons. I
2: think, I think Payne's going to pick up another foul. It's three on Sky Payne. 70 to
1: 47, and Lyons for the free throw, missed. Mosley, the rebound to Lyons, puts it up and in. So she got two quick baskets in succession to make it 70 to 49. Time running out, and that's your ball game. Final score on the board, Middle Tennessee, 70. And East Carolina, 49. Raiders 1-0. Pirates 0-1. For Coach Rick Ensel, his 379th career win in his 17th year at Middle Tennessee. 70-49, the final score. Stay with us. We have our post-game show coming away next on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
4: When you make the right decision, it feels good, like picking the perfect accent rug or choosing a good night's sleep over an all-night crime show binge. It feels really good to make the right insurance decision, too. That's why State Farm is here, to help you select the right protection at the right price. Hello, I'm State Farm agent Deb Insel, and I'll make sure that you understand your State Farm coverages so you'll know what to expect if the unexpected happens. With State Farm, it's easy to make the right choice. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
0: Let's recap today's MTSU game. Welcome to the post-game show. Blue Raider basketball is presented by Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Today's broadcast is also brought to you by Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates, America's number one exit office, Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU, and by... Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, official team physicians for Blue Raider Athletics. Once again, here's the voice of the Lady Raiders, Dick Palmer.
1: Thank you. Welcome into our Exit Realty post game show brought to you by Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates and agents Richard Lewis, Tim Page, Chip Walters, and Brad Hopkins, the number one producing Exit Realty office in the United States. Find them online at exitmurfreesboro.com. Dot com. Courtney Whitson led the way for Middle Tennessee with 21 points tonight. Dor Saar had 17. Courtney Blakely scored 14. They were the three Raiders in double figures, and no one for East Carolina hit double digits in the game tonight. Raiders led 15-5 at the quarter, 31-18 at the half, 52-29 after three, and win it 70-49. We'll take a break. Our... Mid-South Ford player of the game, Courtney Whitson, will be visiting with us next on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield, IMG College.
0: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports.
2: Welcome back to the Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates post game show. Tonight, Middle Tennessee wins over East Carolina 70 to 49. We're joined now by the built for tough player of the game, Courtney Whitson. Tonight, Courtney from Kingsport, Tennessee had a pretty fine night. She was 7 of 12 from the floor, 5 of 9 from range, 2 of 2 from the free throw line. Six rebounds, 21 total points at one assist, no turnovers on the night. And, Courtney, first of all, congratulations on a season-opening win, a a, a game where that first quarter – actually, the first part of the first quarter, the first five minutes of the first quarter, Mm -hmm. first five minutes of the second quarter – that was some tough basketball going on out there. Yeah. I mean, it, both teams were playing good defense and struggling to get going offensively.
17: Yeah, that's um, that's what they pride themselves on is defense, and we knew that coming out. I mean, you can see by the tip they lined up for a defensive tip just to get in that press and trap us. So we had to prepare ourselves for that. Um, I, I was a little curious to see how our young players would handle that. Um, I thought I thought we did some good things. We also did some really bad things that we got to um, work on. Uh, but uh, you know, I'm happy. East Carolina's a good team. I mean, that's a good win for us. So. Yeah.
2: Big physical basketball team that you, mm-hmm. you, as you mentioned, you knew they were going to go either full court, three quarter, or half court press all night long, and they did that. Yep. I thought you guys did a good job of handling it for the most part. You know, Coach Entzil is probably going to talk about the 29 turnovers. That's why yeah. I mentioned that you had none. So <laughs> yeah. I wanted, I wanted to get that out there quickly so yeah. that there wouldn't. But uh, you know, again, you've got freshmen on the floor right. who are learning. First, mm-hmm. first, you know, first game. You think back. To a couple years ago
17: in oh your gosh. first game, right? <laughs> yeah, so it's crazy. It's, it, hard, it's hard to believe. Uh, I think that our our young kids, they were a little nervous, and, and that's to be expected. Um, they they were overthinking things when they just our coaches kept on harping on just let go and play. And at some point, they're gonna learn that they're just gonna have to let go and play. We can't have twenty nine turnovers every night, you know?
2: Exactly. So. Exactly. And but again, you limited them to only twenty points off those twenty nine turnovers. Uh-huh. So again, when you look at that, you don't want those turnovers, but when when you committed them, still you you hung in there defensively and made them work for everything they got.
17: Yes, sir. Uh, Alexis Whittington is key to that. Uh, she, that's, she's our glue. She may have, I don't know how many points she had three, maybe, but if, we, if it wasn't for our defense and seven rebounds, we wouldn't win the game. Yeah, absolute, You know, she yeah. keeps our, she's our glue. We need that, and that's why our defense carried over, so
2: well, I think everybody got a little nervous there when that fourth foul got called on us, like, okay, all right, are they going to make a run at this point or not? But you guys did a nice job. Now you've got a lot to work on, right, before, uh, before mm-hmm. next week, or before Friday, I should yeah. say, uh, and heading over to VCU. Right. Uh, so what do you tell the young players, right? It's hard to think of you as being a veteran now, but you are. Yeah. Fit, what, 56 consecutive starts tonight, <laughs> I think, something like that? I don't, I don't I know. <laughs> I think that's the number, by yeah. the way. Uh, so what do you tell these young players between now and Friday night, both physically and mm-hmm. mentally, how how do you coach them to prepare for that?
17: Uh, first of all, they need to rest. They need to rest their mind. Uh, coach is a tough coach to play with or uh, to play for, and that's just how it is. But um, they got to rest their mind and rest their bodies. Prepare themselves. You know, they can't harp on whether they did good or whether they did bad. They got a uh, next game. You know, and that was one of the biggest things I had to learn as a freshman. It's so different from high school. You get, hey, I got a week between games. I did good. I did bad. I can just brush off. No, we play in two days, yeah. and we play a really good basketball team in two days. So just encouraging them and just they got to grow up a little bit and they'll do it
2: cool well listen hey thanks for your time tonight congratulations yeah. on a season opening win thank you get a little rest and get yeah. ready for friday yeah thanks that's been courtney thanks whitson you. our built for tough player of the game we'll step aside we'll take a break you're listening to lady raider basketball from learfield
16: the murfreesboro post is rutherford county's sports leader no one covers high school sports like the post Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post.
8: Out here, we charge into the heartland with Mountain Dew.
0: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports.
1: Welcome back into our Bob Lamb Exit Realty post game show as the Raiders win 70 to 49 over East Carolina. Coach Rick Hensel joins us, and uh, Coach, opening day, you take a win any. Well, we Anytime didn't, on opening We line, did a
18: poor job taking care of the basketball. We had 29 turnovers. I don't, you can't win games having 29 turnovers. We shot the ball pretty good, but we got to do a better job taking care of the basketball, and we did. Uh, you know, we, And the ones that uh, we had, uh, if you look, you got seven turnovers out of Jalen. You got six turnovers out of Courtney Blakely, and you got five turnovers out of Jada. All of them are freshmen. So you had twelve, well you had thirteen. You had eighteen turnovers out of those three young ladies. We're better than that. We're better than that, and they're better than that, and they know that. And but then you look up and you know, uh, Blakely's got fourteen points. Uh, Doors got eighteen points. She had three turnovers. So out of our two point guards, we had ten turnovers. Yep. And really and truly, really, we should have had you know three or four turnovers out of those two point guards. And if we're going to win down the road, we're going to have to do a better job protecting the basketball. That's the bottom line. I mean, we can look at it and celebrate the win, but we can't celebrate the way we played early. We can't celebrate the way we executed our offenses. Our freshmen look like freshmen tonight. Now, what we got to do, we're going in to play VCU. If we do that there, we're going to lose a game. we got to go in. we got to execute our offenses. we got to know what we're playing. we got two or three young ladies that are playing a two, three, and four, and they're going in. And they're just—they're happy to be in the game, but they don't really know what position they're playing. And we got to do a better job of communicating. When they leave the bench, they got—they got to they know what they're what position they're playing because you have different movements at the two than you do at the three, if you do at the four. And we did a poor job of communicating that with our players tonight. Well, it was a turnover-filled game. Both teams pressed full court. You could kind
1: of expect some extra turnovers when when that happens, but. Uh, uh, and they played zone most of the game, and, and well, they
18: were switching it out, Dick. They were going from a one-two-two two all into a man, back into a one-two-two. Two. Then they were trapping. That was good for our players. Yeah. That was good. I mean, I wasn't a bit. I'm glad we won the game, but that was. And I'm not going to say that it would have been good if we'd lost the game, but it was good that our players were having to read. Our freshmen had to grow up right there. They had to recognize what was going on. Well, the uh, and again, you got. You got steady play from from Courtney Whitson, and she didn't have Courtney a... Whitson kept us in the game yes. in the first half. Yes, she she and then we come back out the second half. They get a big time shot. What does she do? She sinks a big time shot. But here's what we did: when Courtney had the hot hand, we missed her. I bet we missed her four or five times when she was wide open after she had made some big time shots. We can't do that. We got to be able to pick that up. Well, they uh, they had some big people. How did you think our post players played? Good and bad. I thought they played good at times, and then I thought they played terrible at times. We did not get over and help. Uh, we did not rebound the ball with authority. Uh, we did not make good outlet passes. But then there were times we got over and we uh, we did a good job of changing the angle of the play, changing the angle of the, of the ball. Uh, I, and that's the stuff that we work on. But we've got to do that all the time. Again, you're dealing with – three young ladies that are freshmen, even though uh, Susha and Jada have got their year back, they're still freshmen. And then you got Anastasia coming in. I thought Anastasia could have played a little bit more with authority. I thought that Jada could have caught the ball a little better. And then Susha, she wasn't here yesterday, and she was sick, so you could tell that was bothering her, running up and down the floor, plus her thinking. Uh, you know, we can't be in a one set when we're in a two set. We can't be in a two set when we're in a four set. We got to know that kind of stuff, and that's what you got to recognize when you're out there on the floor. Now, if if we're not limited, our players are very, very intelligent. So, and I'm talking about in a classroom, very intelligent. We get on the basketball court. That's where you come in with basketball IQ, Dick. You got to recognize what's going on out there, and then you got to react to it. We did a poor job doing that you think uh, Ksenia will be able to play uh, Friday? I, I don't know. Uh, I hadn't talked to, to Jonathan tonight. I'm, I'm, I know she practiced yesterday. but No, then she if, came out and tried to practice and couldn't go. Yeah. And that's when she went over and worked out with her strength conditioning coach, Tess. And then Jonathan's been rehabbing her since last Wednesday. So uh, we'll see tomorrow if she goes on the trip or not. Quick turnaround, though. We, we have a day uh, to practice and then back on the road. Well, we we'll, we leave early Thursday morning. We'll have two practices to get ready for VCU.
1: And Virginia Commonwealth will probably put a better team on the floor than, than the one we saw tonight from East well, Carolina. Well, I
18: think East Carolina might have beat them last year. I'm not sure how that went. Uh, I'll have to look. I'll tell you tomorrow, I'll I'll be looking at them tonight.
1: You were expecting a little closer
18: game than this, though, tonight, weren't you? No, I don't ever expect close games. I was expecting a win. <laughs> That's uh, what I was expecting, and we got to win. So, you know, I'll, go, I'll be looking at film tonight, and then I can give you a little better idea of what I think is going on. All right, Coach.
1: Appreciate you coming out. Right, see you. Coach Rick Hensel with his postgame comments as the Raiders win by a score of 72-49 over East Carolina. We'll take a break. Be back to wrap things up for you on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
0: Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports,
1: and welcome back in for the final time our Exit Realty Bob and Associates post-game show, for Mr. Hickey. We uh, have successfully launched another season, and the Raiders successfully
2: defend their home court on opening night. And we'll take time now to go inside the. Numbers of tonight's game from Granison Associates. They are certified public accountants who specialize in business and personal accounting along with tax services. Granison Associates, 615-895-1040. Online at www.gcpas.com. First, for the visitors from Greenville, South Carolina, East Carolina Pirates. Tonight, only one player in double figures for the Pirates. That was Tania Thompson, who had 11 points. 6 points apiece for Josephs and McNeil, 5 points for Rose, 4 points for Paige Lyons, 3 points for Tiara Chambers, 2 points for Tyler Bennett, 3 points for Deja Green, 1 point for Adams, 4 points for Morgan Mosley, 2 points for Sunia Johnson, and Raven Johnson played and did not score. The pirates were 18 of 54 from the floor, 33 percent. Three of 16 from three-point range for 18 percent, and 10 of 21 from the free throw line on the night for 47 percent. East Carolina made 10, or excuse me, made eight of their 18 baskets in quarter number four, so they only had 10 made baskets through the first three quarters of tonight's basketball game. They pulled down 30 rebounds and committed 20 turnovers. So they had eight assists on 18 made baskets. For the victorious Lady Raiders, three players in double figures led by Courtney Whitson. 7 of 12 from the floor, 5 of 9 from range, 2 of 2 from the free throw line. Six rebounds, 21 points, no turnovers for Courtney Whitson. 18 points for Dor Sar, who was 4 of 6 from three-point range. Three rebounds, four assists, 18 points for Dorsar, 14 points for the freshman Courtney Blakely, 5 of 10 from the floor, 2 of point, uh, Two of 4 from range, 2 of 4 from the free throw line, 14 points for Courtney Blakely, 8 points for Anastasia Boldareva. 3 points for Jalen Gregory, 3 points for Alexis Whittington, 3 points for Gracie Dodgen, 1 point for Jada Granham, Sky Payne, Susha Kozlova, Amanda Whittington, all played and did not score. The Lady Raiders were 21 of 47 from the floor for 44%, 14 of 28 from range, that's 50%, and 14 of 18 from the free throw line, that was 77%. Middle Tennessee pulled down 38 rebounds, so they out-rebounded the Pirates, but they committed 29 turnovers, and as you heard Coach Enselm mention, 18 of those turnovers come from freshmen. When you look at points off turnovers, ECU outscored Middle Tennessee 20-13, to 13, Points in the paint, the Pirates led the way. They doubled up Middle Tennessee 24 12. Second chance points in favor of the Lady Raiders 14 11. Fast breaks 12 9 in favor of ECU. And bench points, ECU outscored Middle Tennessee's bench 24 17. Middle Tennessee had as big a lead as 28 points at the 302 mark of quarter number four. They had a 10 0 scoring run in the fourth quarter to aid to that 28 point lead. They outscored ECU 15 5 in the first quarter. 16-13 in quarter number two, 21-11 in third quarter. And ECU outscored the Lady Raiders 20-18 to in quarter number four. Your final score, Middle Tennessee 70, East Carolina 49.
1: Well, the Raiders, as you heard Coach Ensel say, will just have a couple of days to get ready for their next opponent, Virginia Commonwealth. And that game will be in Richmond, Virginia on Friday night, 5 o'clock scheduled tip-off time, our time. We'll be on the air at 4.30 with the pregame show and hope you'll be able to join us uh, uh, via the Blue Raider Network on Friday night if you can't make the short drive up to Richmond, Virginia for that game.
2: I've I've made that drive before. (laughs) There's not much short about it, Mr. Palmer. You're going to be on (laughs) your own on that one, at least from my perspective. I'll be listening. And then uh, welcome you back to the booth on Saturday afternoon, 2.30 kickoff. Middle Tennessee will play a little football against FIU. We'll be on the air at 1 o'clock with the Blue Raider tailgate show and inside Blue Raider football. Our
1: Blue Raider men tonight defeated Brescia by a score of 98-53. And the Raiders... uh, pick up their first win of the season the lady raiders a winner by a score of 70 to 49 over east carolina that's going to wrap it up for Dwayne hickey our studio producer has been jake walman and until uh, friday night when we'll greet you from virginia this is dick plomber thank you so much for joining us and good night from the murph
0: Thanks for listening to today's broadcast of MTSU Women's Basketball. Blue Raider Basketball is presented by Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Our coverage is also brought to you by Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates, America's number one exit office. And by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office, fans don't let fans drive drunk. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Blue Raider Network.